Lord. That's what will happen. This goes to glorify the name of the Lord. Say, my soul shall make a boast in the name of the Lord. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is saved. You have to be righteous before you have access to the name of the Lord. Let's say, Father, I bless your name. I worship you. I bless you.
about the light. The light, the light. John chapter 1 for 1. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the light was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. We're going to say, Father, we thank you for sending the light to me. I thank you for sending the light to me. The light is the word of God. When you understand, you read and understand the word of God. That light illuminates your heart. Your eyes will be opened. Let the light shine. 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 Let
and it talks about God sending his son Jesus to die for us. It's not only at Easter that we should sing the song of Jesus, but now we believe that our life is nothing without Jesus and that we have confidence for tomorrow because Jesus speaks.
Jesus he lives. We proceed into the word of God tonight as we call our pastor, Pastor Lekon Adebayo. Can we appreciate the Lord as we thank Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Jesus' name. You recall that on Thursday when we came among you, on Sunday when we came to pray, the Lord opened our eyes to see something. Amen. Amen. And what the Lord opened our eyes to see is in the book of Revelation, chapter 19. And I'm going to read verse 10. Revelation 19, verse 10. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I want you to know something that a lot of people want to hear how seeth the Lord. Is, it, is that correct? Now, but the New Testament does not only stand up to seeth the Lord. The New Testament on the revelation of Jesus. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 told us something. It said, wait, chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1, it said, God at some time speaks to our Father through what? Through the prophet. He said, but now he speaks to us through who? Through Jesus. Who is the express image of his person? Praise the Lord. Every time Jesus is revealed to you, it becomes a prophetic utterance to you. For instance, as you are seated here today, God is already prophesying on you. And what is the prophecy? God is opening your eyes to have an understanding about Jesus. At the moment that understanding comes to you, you have the right to stand on that understanding and declare some certain things, and so shall it be. Am I talking to you? Now, let me give you another example to buttress that. In the book of 1st Kings, chapter 17, you have the story of Elijah, isn't it? The Bible simply started by telling us that Elijah, the Tishmite, went, went to Ahab and he did something. What did he do? He made a statement to Ahab. And what was the statement? I'd like you to look at the statement. Go to 1st Kings, chapter 17. Yeah. And Elijah the Tishmite. And Elijah the Tishmite. Yes. Said unto him, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew, there shall not be dew, nor rain, nor rain, this year, this year, but according to my word, but according to my word. Now I like you to look at. How Elijah made that statement. He said, As the Lord God of heaven lives before whom I stand. Now let me tell you this. When you have a stand before God, anything you say comes to pass. Are you with me? Do you realize that Elijah did not say, Just hear the Lord here? What did he say? He said, as the Lord God of heaven lives, that is the New Testament prophetic office. As the Lord God of heaven lives, before whom I stand, when you have a stand before God, when you say it, so shall you be. Are you following me? Now, what gives us, as the New Testament Christian, what gives us a stand before God is Jesus. Because the Bible says, Come, 
boldly. The sin that we have a high priest that is passed into the heavens. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we might do what? Obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. What gives you a stand? What makes you to have a stand before God is the fact that Jesus died for you. Praise the name of the Lord. And as long as you have a stand before God, you can declare it and so shall it be. This people, you will declare it and so shall it be. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. So what I am opening your eyes to see tonight is for you to understand that where the testimony of Jesus is, the spirit of prophecy is there. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you must learn to tell that you don't need anybody to tell you to see it the Lord. You are a prophet yourself. Because what makes you a prophet, at least to prophesy upon your own life, is the fact that you have a stand before God. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, let me also correct something. Everybody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm intending to defeat your theology tonight. Praise the Lord. I want to change some things, some perspective that we have. Now, let me correct something. God will not send anybody to you if he has given you the capacity to declare it for yourself. Did you hear me? For instance, Ileri is here. If Ileri is looking for the day, you know, because some of us as even born again Christians, we do it. And that is why we enter into prayer most of the time. If she's looking for a day where God will send me to her. Praise the Lord. You know there are people that come to church because they want the man of God to talk about them. I say, God, let the man of God mention my case. Why should your case be mentioned? Talk to me. Why? It is because you lack understanding of the scriptures. And that is why most of the time, in fact, the day God had to send somebody to you to talk to you, it is because he has spoken to you several times and you never listened. So you are actually categorized as a disobedient child. And again, some of us would like God to speak to us through dreams. Amen. Amen. Is it not? He said, God, it's asleep now. Just speak to me. You will be if your father will have to hypnotize you before the day. Am I disappointing you, brother? Did you answer me? <laughs> yes. Because some of us, we like some of those things. And let me tell you this the surest way by which God speaks is to give you the revelation of Jesus Christ. The moment you have a revelation of Jesus about the matter, it is because that is exactly what God is telling you. Praise God. And that is the surest thing that the devil cannot counterfeit. May I tell you this? The devil does not have a revelation of Jesus. That is one thing the devil does not have. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil, he cannot be 
the devil talking to you when he opens your eyes to the understanding about Jesus. He cannot be the devil. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we flowing together? So when the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, it is because the moment you have the testimony of Jesus Christ, your life is made. I pray for you today that you will catch the revelation of Jesus. Amen. How does the revelation of Jesus becomes a, 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 a prophecy? A prophecy is when God speaks, isn't it? The moment you have an understanding of the revelation of Jesus, that is what God is saying about you. Amen. 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 The Lord will speak to you today. Amen. He will give you clear understanding about this person. Amen. And your life will not remain the same. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So tonight, I want to share with you the revelation of Jesus. And I want you to be very attentive. Amen. Amen. I want you to put yourself together to listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I want to share with you the revelation of who? Jesus. And today's revelation is going to come from the book of Luke. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 5. The book of Luke chapter 5. I want to just share the revelation of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we in Luke chapter 5? Yes, sir. Okay. Let me show you. Please let us limit movement, please. We need to concentrate. Okay? Luke chapter 5. Hmm. Amen. And I'm going to read from verse 17. Luke chapter 5, I'm going to read from verse 17. Can we read Luke chapter 5 from verse 17? Yeah, go ahead. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, wait. In this scripture, in this verse, the Bible started by telling us that, and it came to pass from a certain day. This is your day. Amen. This is your certain day. Amen. Bible said, and it came to pass on that certain day. Let me tell you this. Every day. You have a privilege to live. You also have a privilege to hear God. And that day, you see, as far as God is concerned, it doesn't reckon with yesterday. Why? Because yesterday is gone. Are you with me? Every day a man lives and you are able to see the light of that day, that is your certain day. Praise God. 
Church, are you following? Now Jesus said, and on that, that was on that same day, something happened. Jesus was teaching. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible told us the class of people that were there. Who were they? The Pharisees were there. The doctors of the law, they were there. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. They were all there. Everybody said they were there. Big men were there. People that understood Bible were there. Praise the Lord. And they were all seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now again, the Bible also told us something that was present. What was it? The power of God. The power of God was also what? Present. Now I found out something. That any time the power of God is present, any time Jesus is giving a teaching, the power of God is also what? Present. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the irony of life is this. It is possible for people to be under a very powerful option of God and yet they will not receive anything. Are, are you with me? Yes, sir. This is because the presence of God is silent. When Jacob got to Bethel, and he used a stone for a field. Bible said the heaven opened. Angels were not descending and ascending. They were ascending and descending. Now, when Jacob was there, did he have any premonition that this is actually the gate of heaven? You know he didn't know. He actually went there to sleep. Praise the Lord. And it was at that point that God simply opened his eyes. I pray for you that you will not miss your visitation. Now hear this and hear this today. The presence of God is not noisy. It is what the presence of God does that announces it. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Bible said the people, the people were there. But also present there is what? The presence and the power of God was also present. And that power was present for a specified purpose. What was it? To heal. Now it is only God that knows how many of those Pharisees were sick that day. It is only God that knows how many of those teachers of the law were sick that day. May you not know God so much that you will miss his touch. Amen. Really shall be good. Amen. Because it is possible for you to know God so much and you miss his touch. Yes. That was exactly what happened to these people. The power of God was present. And my problem was that why is it that they didn't know? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The power of God was present. And the people were there. Now, ordinarily, are you aware that God is a God of purpose? You are aware of it. Meaning that the power of God that was present here was also present for the Pharisees as well. Do you agree with me? Yes, they were all there to receive the power of God. 
that was why the power came. And let me be honest with you. God indeed is not a respecter of anybody. The power of God was present for everybody. But the question is, how many people actually got that power of God in this meeting? You will see what I have said. Continue. And behold, and behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, mm. and they sought means to bring him in mm. and to lay him before him. Mm. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because yeah. of the multitude, mm. they went upon the house top and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me ask a simple question. This man that was brought, was he in the midst? Talk to me. He was not in the meeting. In this meeting, how many people were healed? The fellow that was actually healed in this meeting was not part of this meeting. The people of to whom the power of God was present, none of them was healed. You will soon see that. But the person that was not part of the meeting was eventually the one that received the healing. May the Lord not pass you Amen. I really shall be with Amen. Amen. Now, one of the things I always ask myself is that, for God, why is it that when you come for many people, it's only few that actually benefit from you? Because I've seen it so much in the scriptures. And I tend to ask, and I please, I want you to ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Ask yourself, ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Why is it that the power of God will be in a place and I will not know? Like Jacob said, God is here and I know not. Why? And that thing has always bothered me because look at this meeting. The very person that the people to whom Jesus was talking to never got healed. The man that was healed was not in that meeting. In fact, when they brought him to that meeting, we must salute the courage of those brethren. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We must salute their courage. Because what was their courage? When they could not, you know, may you not be part of those that the Bible called the crowd and the press. The multitude. Because most of them think they are with Jesus, but they are not. Now, the real person that got this miracle, it was a struggle for even making to meet Jesus. So the question is, is all those people that surrounded Jesus, what, what are they there for? Let me tell you this. Don't ever attend any meeting if you don't have a purpose to meet God. 
Because you will be part of those. And because when will you leave the comfort of your house and come for a meeting when you are not actually having in mind the real thing that you wanted in that bit? Why? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I kept asking myself, what exactly do these people want? You just sat down there, and yet the power of God was what? Was present. May the Lord never allow anything to rob you of the power of God. Amen. And please don't rob yourself. Don't rob yourself. You know what? It is because of the way church has become now that everybody just wants to go to church. And I tell you, why do you have to go to a place when honestly speaking you have not made up your mind as to what you are designing God to do for you in that place? You will just be part of this class. You know, anytime Jesus Christ has a meeting, I don't know what is wrong with those people called Pharisees. Just like I don't know what is wrong with the church today. Mm. The Bible will always say that they will carry their, their tobar and everybody will walk in and then they will see them. Now you will think they want to hear what Jesus is saying. Because you will soon see here that what actually brought them was what they eventually got. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May the right thing bring you to church. Amen. And may you follow the right thing. Amen. May you not waste your time. Amen. That is why there is no power in the church of Jesus Christ today. Because what really brings people to church, honestly speaking, we cannot explain it. From today, when you come to the assembly of any Christian gathering, don't go, you know, I have seen people now. People like to listen to popular preachers. Are you with me? Say, ah, so so and so is coming to town. I'm going, what are you going to do today? I'm not saying you should not go, but please go with a sense of purpose. Sunday service does not start when you get to church, it started from your heart when you go home. Are you with me? Yes. So if you don't have a divine purpose to fulfill the job, sit down. Because you will be counted as one of those that are in the press. And they will over Jesus Christ so much so that the people that really needed to get the thing will not test. Now look at what these people did. When they could not enter, what did they do? They opened the two. They okay. took, uh, uh, where they could not find by what way they might bring him in yeah. because of the multitude. Because of the multitude. They went upon the house door. Now wait. Where did they go? Upon the house door. Now if somebody began to climb this place now, what will the ushers do? If I not, not these days when men of God has security men. <laughs> 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 
No, this is not Colombia. And then they were they opened the files, praise the Lord. And then they opened the ceiling. Now, apart from that, do you imagine the risk that it is for that man? Supposing when they are turning the man up, he fell down. What happened? May I tell you this? It is risky not to take risk. You know, everything those people were doing constitutes a disturbance. But as far as Jesus is concerned, it's a step of faith. Do you get what I'm saying? May you know what pleases the master. Amen. When he dropped the man successfully, praise the Lord, in front of Jesus, that was where Jesus Christ separated the boys from the men. Mm. Now, read on. And when he saw their faith, yeah. now, what did Jesus see? What were they doing? Listing business. Praise the Lord. What was Jesus seeing? May Jesus see something from you. Amen. Here is one of you. Don't follow the path. Did you hear? There is no doubt in the fact that these people have a lot of discouragement. I am sure when they wanted to stop me, you can't climb the roof. They'll tell the only way would break this roof down is for this man to enter in front of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And you know, most of the people that are that will be talking to them, you know, they are not Pharisees. Because the Pharisees are the big men that are sat down. And they will be saying, don't disturb the Pharisees and the teachers. They are listening to the word. Jesus wants you to disturb him. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Jesus wants you to say, Baba, I must touch you. Mm. Praise the name of the Lord. I look forward to a disorganized service. Amen. This was not a disorganized service. Say, you know, the service was attached. You know what? Some people were desperate. Mm. May God see something. Amen. Now, what did Jesus see? And that is the question. Bible said he saw their face. And people of God, what are you bringing to the market of life? Are you bringing your expertise or you are bringing your face? These men brought their face. They were so convinced that if this guy gets to Jesus, he will be fine. Are you that convinced? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's move. And when he saw their faith, yeah. he said unto him, mm. Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Hallelujah. Yeah, go ahead. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason. Now, 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 now. Everybody say yeah. they began to reason. They began to reason. This is why they missed the presence of God. They were reasoning. 
Now, if they know how to reason, why are they here? So the Lord did not see their faith, he saw their reasoning. You know, the Bible says, the God unto whom we have to do, everything is made clear before him. It is only God that knows what is in the hearts of people when they are coming to church. And the people sat down as now, 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 now. It means that when Jesus Christ was talking, when he was speaking and saying this and this and this, this is the parable. You know what they were doing? They were reasoning. This is English correct. Look at the way he was taking his tenses. He was using words for his. Can you see him? So we have said that he must come to us and learn semantics. Mm. And learn grammar. We are teachers of the Lord. That was what filled their heart. They were looking for self-recognition. They had everything to reason. But they could not reason the power of God. Because those ones are beyond the legs of reason. Mm. And they could not see the presence of the power of God. Now, when Jesus now made a statement and said, Your sins are forgiven you, they are put there again. Mm. How can you say that? What is this sin? How can any man forgive sin? Let me ask you a What brought you here today? They were reasoning. That, that was not, you see. I did not have problem with their reasoning. I have problem with the fact that their reasoning was not there of the presence of God. They never saw the God. So the evil virtues of God never come upon them. And they didn't hear now, now what was Jesus doing? That was said Jesus was teaching. Talk to me. Jesus yes, was teaching. Yes, sir. You know the Bible didn't even tell us what Jesus was teaching. But the only thing that caught the attention of these people was when Jesus looked at the man and said, Your sins are forgiven. That means that all the teachings that Jesus was doing, they were not forgiven. Let me tell your neighbor, tell your mind. The testimony of Jesus is going to be the spirit of prophecy for you. Your mind should be cleared. A lot of people come to fellowships and churches with a lot of preconceived mind. Now, it's and um, you know one thing we call it is what is in your heart that you will receive after this life. If you have come to hear Jesus. You will hear him. And hear this. Never compare yourself with anybody. Because that you are in the same class does not make you classmates. She will know that in the same class, the grade of everybody will be different. We cannot all pass, even though we listen to the same lecture. So don't ever compare yourself with anybody. Because most of the time, the people you think are actually listening, they are not. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We make sure that we know that. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people that you will sit in that class 
some of them, when the lecturer is talking, you say, Iran. The Iranian is making their head. Praise the name of the Lord. Have you seen some of them? You know, you know, those days. I, I, I finished from a school that we have uh, three faculties that are in a triangle. They call it, they call it Bermuda Triangle. Faculty of Veterinary Medicine, Human Medicine, and the pharmacy. They are in a triangle. Praise God. So, and then we have the library. And then we used to do a course that all the medical students and pharmacy students would do it as a single course. Then this university has a very big library called Hassan Ibrahim Library. Very big library. Now, in that school, we also have those that are reading education, uh, faculty of art and social sciences, where you have political science, archaeology, those ones they have one lecture per week. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so they can do they can do MFA rather, you understand? So now but most of the time when the medical students, when they are going to read, they will give them the human score. The normal human score for you to study anatomy, you know, human skull, human bones. So you see most of those medical students, when they are coming to the library, particularly the central library, they carry all the bones. When they get to the library, they will scatter the bones on the journey. When those girls that are from past and from education, medical, medical students, and you will see how guns and proud. Until after this session, <laughs> we draw us, you know, we draw you. Now, what most of us need to ideally to live in life? <laughs> For some of these going through needs of company. You know, everybody likes to marry doctor. Yes, <laughs> you see, I used to have a friend there. He's a, a doctor now, Dr. When he finished reading, you know, he this one doesn't only, he doesn't only confuse, confuse all the unbeliever sisters, all the, all, all the unbeliever girls, he confuses sisters too. Then he will come out. I think he will recover the shadow. He will I'm blowing the devil away. And then when he sees you, instead of saying, ah, good morning, he will greet and say, good morning, you should say, Miss Kuido, yet can I push here? I said, what are you now? I'm greeting you in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. At the end of it all, when the exam comes, they will always pack an ambulance at the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, no, we have permanent ambulance. Because you will see a medical student that want to finish all the old anatomy in one night. So you go and drink one drug we call the activant. And you will sleep. 
And when the time it comes to the exam, you just hear, yes! <laughs> and you know, we have some, maybe you have some very trained security move. They will allow you to finish it. Once you say yes, I know it by hand. But they won't deal with you. They know it. Those guys are trained. The way they be straight to sick bay. And those nurses in sick bay, they are anointed. Ah, by the time they give you that injection, you will sleep from 12 to 12. No Ah. Ah, what fashion? Ah. Come and see crying. Ah, you can't see that behind you. The woman here, ah, 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 ah. you know it's a very casting. Well, I'll speak to you. <laughs> and you now, by the time you wake up, and it's not like for now that people have a writing exam in the hospital. The moment you are sick, that is an automatic candle. No, there's nothing like uh, you know, that can be put the exam to you in the city. You want to shoot you. They will allow you to stick. <laughs> and when they discover that your own case, you are still saying, yes, after that, uh, you are down and one, 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 It's not because they have passion to cheat everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And some of them were actually going there because of hustle. Because during my time, Ogun State was giving us 1,000 naira hustle. But Kaduna State was giving their hustle to them 21,000. Then, injustice in Nigeria has been for long. Praise God. Yes. My roommate was from Adamawa State. He was in human medical school. Every gadget was in our room. Praise God. And by the time they are finishing like this, they would have gathered the money. How much are they selling to Kubo cars there? 100,000. Some of them, it is their car that they will use to take their load back home. Praise God. That was the drama we faced in our own investigation. So those of us from Obu State, we are educationally disadvantaged in here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Obu State, Ondo State is worse. Okiti State are 500, not 100. Are you a paradigm to take a photo 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 you say, it has not come. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Praise God. Praise the Lord. So you see a lot of people coming to school not having a well-defined purpose of their coming. It is when matters come that you know the difference. May you not be a shadow Christian. So when Jesus all that Until he got to a point where 
to talk to them. And they were saying that, hey, hey, Master, why should you be saying that uh, his sins is forgiven? Who is this? Which speaket blasphemy? Is that what Jesus is saying? Who speaketh blasphemy? And I wonder, who is blaspheming between the two of them? Is it not the hypocrites that stood before Jesus and were not hearing anything, even though pretending that they were hearing? And you know the ones that are there? And the Lord just looked at them and said, These ones are not just sinners. May you may your attitude change before God. Amen. Let me tell you something about God. It is the game you want to play with him, with him that he plays with you. He said, Up to the massacre, I will be massive. He said, I will be full, I will show myself full. When people want a life, God can give you. I often tell people, the Bible says, by two unchangeable things where it is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible for God to lie, not because if he chooses to, anybody we accuse him. But it is impossible for him to lie because he won't do it. But let me tell you this. When God was looking for an angel that would go and deal with Ahab, yes. he found an angel that became a lion yes. spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so when you are crooked, God will organize some. There are angels that are crooked. Amen. But that angel went to God and said, Master, I will go. And I said, how will that? I will become a lion tongue to his prophets. I will lie to them. And he lied to them. But even in the life, God is still telling him the truth. Yes. Because when the likes of Zedekiah, the son of Dodo, started saying that this is how you will go in peace and come back. That's what is the book of first kings. He said, This is how you will go, and you will come back, rooting out your enemies. And then they call Mikhail. Because Jehoshaphat was asking him, he said, Are these all the prophets you have? Uh, he said there is one that doesn't speak good of things. <laughs> that one, uh, anyway, he said, let's call him first. And the man that went to call Mikhail, the son of Imla, was already telling him that everybody has been speaking. <laughs> Don't change. <laughs> Well, compared to you know, corruption has been from the Bible. <laughs> Just for anything they say, you should say. Just say it. And then I said, no problem. I will. So when he got there, he just said, well, I see the king going in peace. It was he himself that said, I have always told you to tell me the truth. Don't lie to me. So it means that even the hell to not know from me that they were lying to me. said, You want to hear the truth? I actually saw Israel. 
as a sheep scattered on the mountain. <laughs> and every man to his own household. That was what I saw. And the name of the sheep scattered. I need not to tell you that. When you smite the shepherd, the sheep is scattered. And while he was talking, the first prophet slapped him and said, We are going this gift of God. I'm telling you, people can be very insulting. <laughs> that will, that I am standing here and the Spirit of God moved and jumped me and came to you. I want old prophets. May you not enter into their hands. All you need to do is to know that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed tonight? Yes, sir. So the Pharisees started asking, what right? This is blasphemy. How can you say a man sins were forgiven? What are you talking about? And what was the reply of Jesus? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, uh -huh. he asked himself unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Mm -hmm. Whether it is easy, easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, can we answer that question? Which one is easier? Mm -hmm. Talk to me. Which one is easy? To forgive, to say your sins are forgiven, or to say rise up and walk? Which one is easy? Are you sure? Your sins are forgiven. Answer me. If you say your sins are forgiven, is the one that is easier. Please up your hand. You are, not, are you raising up your hand? You? <laughs> okay. If you say rise up and walk is the easiest one, raise up your hand. Okay. If you don't know which one to do, raise up your hand. Praise the Lord. Now look at that scripture. Verse 24 says, But that ye may know. That the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sin. That means that rise up and walk is easier than for sins to be forgiven. The meaning of that is that salvation message is more difficult than miracle doing. Meaning that. Body that if you can preach and souls will be saved, you can raise up the dead. Clap, 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 clap. That is what Jesus said. Do you know that all of us, as we are now, you know there is still a teacher. If they bring in a crippled man now and the crippled man rise up and begin to work. Tomorrow is not a fellowship day. There are people that will be here tomorrow. And say, tomorrow, I thought there is fellowship today. <laughs> Are you with me? And people this after the answer of the world. 
will not occupy the world. Now, let's get it straight to save the soul from sin is more difficult than to raise the dead. The truth of the matter is this. How many of you have preached to somebody and the person got saved? Raise the hand. So why haven't you raised up the dead? It was because you believe that you need more faith to raise up the dead than to do what? To save the soul. Change your order from today. May I tell you this? It is much more easy to do a miracle. As a matter of fact, the first living miracle is the miracle of salvation. Are you following me? So, may I ask you, therefore, how many of you are a carrier of miracles? How many of you are a carrier of miracles from today? As you go today, this is the prophecy approach to you. You are not only healed, you are a carrier of healing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that you were in yeah. You are a career of healing. Amen. You are a healer yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Begin to see yourself in that light. Don't let anybody. Now, great miracles are not done by great feats. Change your theology. What is the faith that is needed to move the mountain? The Bible says a faith like what? A mustard seed. Most of the time, you know, God is so massive that He helps our ignorance. Because He knows that we will mess up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. In my life as a pastor, I have had the privilege of praying for five dead bodies. On different occasions. In fact, there was one. The woman gave birth and the child died. And then they called me and I got there. And the woman, the moment you know, they brought, I, didn't, I never knew that they had faith, real faith. You know, <laughs> you know there are times that pastors do not have faith. <laughs> Uh, are you with me? Yes, uh -huh. Don't let anybody fool you. We are as unbelieving as. <laughs> so the woman brought the child, the baby, and laid the dead baby on the bed. And the woman said, Pastor, she was crying. The moment she saw me, she just turned her eyes. And then she, she said, Pastor, who can I give you? Who can I give you? You know, Pastor. And I knew you can pray. I said, well, let's see what the Lord will do. As I was saying, let's listen to the woman went to the door. And then I saw, I thought she wanted to go and pick something. And when she got to the door, she went out and closed the door. And then she told her, I said, Pastor, you are there with the baby. Call me when the baby come back to me. 
is a significance. And God will not do it. And Jesus said here, if you can win a soul, then you can raise the dead. And may I tell you tonight, go on with this. If I can win a soul, then I can do what? Raise the dead. And in your time, you will do exploit for me. What then is the prophecy for you today? The prophecy is that Jesus is still in the business of raising the dead. Jesus is you are the one he wants to use. By the grace of God, from Job, we are going to start taking the here. But let this sink into you today. If I can win a soul, I can raise the dead. Did you hear that? Because we are come to a time when people need to see the quality of the God we are serving. And I pray that you will be a representative of God. Don't ever be distracted. Come to the presence of God with a settled mind. Jesus is still in the business of doing miracles. And that somebody did not receive miracles does not magnify the power of God that is in that assembly. Are you with me? That somebody did not receive a miracle does not mean that God is not there. You need to see the hearts of people. Are you with me? The day I read the story of that man by the pool of Bethesda, that Jesus told that, do you want me to make you all? And the man began to tell Jesus all the stories of this world. That once a while, once in a year, there is a steering of this world. And anybody that gave their thoughts, and Jesus said, do you want to be made? Look the steering of what you are says, I don't have any man. And Jesus looked at him. The man he made is standing before you. Rise up and go. And the man rose up and began to What was the comment of the Pharisees after that? You know, the Bible said, the devil has said, who told you to carry your bag on the Sabbath day? Now, wait. In that pool of Bethesda, who are those that were there? The Bible says they live, they walk, they blind, they live. All manners of diseases were there, isn't it? Now ask me, how many persons were healed? Now, when those people saw that man carrying his his bed and going. You are there, what will you do? What will you do? For me, even as an answer, you are not going anywhere. Neil, do you realize that none of them stopped Jesus? They were waiting for this prayer. There is a difference between religion and spirituality. May religion never hold you bondage. What was in the mind of someone well, Ah, this young boy. We don't know where he got his power from. We will stay here. We will wait for the steering of the water. Mm, this is where that angel will meet me. I will not change. 
It was because they never changed. That was why they stayed there. And that was, and I'm sure that may be the testimony of the man who said, Oh, he has spent 38 years there. May the devil not garage your life because of religion. Bro, change your mind. That is what I have for you to. And this is where I'm going to take it. Change your thinking. Change your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See what Jesus can do. Because the prophecy for you tonight is that if souls can be saved, men can be healed. If souls can be turned around, men can change. Let this philosophy, let it rule your heart. You don't need a special place to heal yourself. Hallelujah. And by the grace of God in July, we will go out there and win souls and heal the sick. Amen. Ah, I didn't hear that you amen. amen. We will begin from all these boys that are smoking hemp in front of us here. Oh yes. I have been there with them before. And it will shock you what you will hear. Some of those boys that you see smoking hemp there, a lot of them take on a very responsible home. As a matter of fact, I have seen a dark car there amongst them. Yes. You will wonder what is his problem. Some of them that are smoking him, it was not because they were bullies. It is because they were frustrated in life. Something happened to them. The day I went with them to see them, some of them told me, I said, Pastor, we have a job. We are not refugees. And we are not thieves. That's the truth. One of them that I know very well, there was a day, December this year, I mean last year, when we were having Christmas, I invited him here. Here, we sat down together and I said, so what exactly is your problem? And I said, God asked me to give you a Christmas gift. And I want to give. So I took 2,000 euros. And, and the guy looked at me. I said, What's the point here? I said, I didn't ask you to go and smoke them with it. He said, No. He said, But I am sure you never know me. I said, Who are you? He said, I was once a born Christian. I was not shocked. He said, I'm a member of the choir in church. And I prayed for myself. I was a believer very few. She said, what happened to you? He said, my mother became paralyzed. And I did everything to make her healed. But it didn't work. And I felt God disappointed. He said, today I am an OPC member. I believe in the chance. And then he said, Pastor, the only prayer I want to pray for is that if Jesus is with let him show himself to me. And I said, that is very okay. In fact, I won't preach to you again until that same Jesus revealed himself to me.
And I said, I believe I will come back to the faith. Now, now it is shocking. So each time I sing, I'll say, what about our talk? And he will tell me, I am waiting. And for me, he has made my evangelism easier. Because I know that the people will respond to that statement. Amen. It's a question of time. If the people had known that the madman of Gaza carries the destiny of ten cities, they probably would not have treated him the way they treated him. But that was the only man that Jesus needed to convert, and ten cities were converted. They never knew that the madman that was walking on the streets was actually a great evangelist waiting for the power of God to come upon And when the power came, the man came back to his right man. He converted ten cities. May God make you that person. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So what is the revelation of Jesus tonight? If you can do this, God can do a miracle. You do not need a miracle. You are a giver of miracles. Are you following me? And I want you to rise up on your feet tonight as we both pray together and say, Lord Holy Spirit, Lord Holy Spirit, I am a miracle career. Can you speak to the Lord tonight? Can you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit? I am a miracle career. Lord, you want to use me. I can see that you want to use me.
God come upon Israel. From today, you are not only healed, you become a healer. You carry grace from today. Every man that sees you and meets you will partake of that grace. If you are excited to be in the presence of God tonight, just give the Lord a powerful, a powerful platform. Hallelujah. Are you blessed tonight? Please just take your seat for some few minutes. Hallelujah. We know this is a reward in the name of Jesus. That his ministry will be accepted before the Lord in the name of Jesus. That his family is blessed in the name of Jesus. That all the works of his hands are blessed in the name of Jesus. That all that he lays his hands upon prospers in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. For in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. At least we have any first time and Ah, we have hallelujah. Amen. Can we just give you another welcome to God? In the name of Jesus, Jesus, heal me. In the name of Jesus. 
For in Jesus' name we are praying. Blessed Father, we thank you for such a wonderful and awesome time in your presence. Thank you for sending your word to us and blessing us. Thank you, Jesus, for the ideas of your generosity of our hearts. Lord, we say we are exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask as we leave, Lord, we ask that we go with us in the name of Jesus. Father, let your presence be with us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, oh God, that every question that life will pose to us, we ask that you answer for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you have answered our prayers. For in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Can we share the grace in fellowship?